Don't look back because the market is closed. Good uh, Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harrods here with your Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Market's taking a little bit of a, uh, a breather from all-time highs. Didn't get any significant all-time highs today in our major indexes. Can't happen every day. And by the way, we think uh, this lull before next week's earnings reports, which really kick off next week with the bank's uh, earnings report starting uh, midweek next week, we think this low before the storm is probably healthy. Uh, we've we've been on a quite the run uh, from our oversold conditions, extreme oversold conditions, by the way, that we had last month. Not including the fact that in Q1, which wound up being a really good quarter anyway, in, in, inside of uh, the first quarter we had ten percent corrections in both Nasdaq and in the Russell two thousand. So again, that led to the current rally. And now with this little pause we're seeing, we think this leads to the next rally, which will be into uh, Q1 earnings, which are going to be stellar. Massive beats, 30% plus is what the uh, the, the broad number is uh, year over year. And then we get into Q2, and that's when the, the real beats. Uh, who knows? We're looking at 100% plus beats over second quarter of last year. So we're, we are in the market sweet spot. But with that comes... Uh, you know, some trading ranges that take place when you have big moves higher and these lulls that do occur. Uh, one other point that we'll make, <clears throat> again, this is a sign of, of where we are now. As of today, 95, excuse me, uh, yes, 95% of all stocks in the S&P 500 are above the 200-day moving average. That, that's a big reading. That's a big number. 90% of all stocks in the S&P 500 are also above their 50-day moving average. So these are definitely extended. You could even call them overbought readings, but they're also really bullish readings because they tell you exactly how strong not only this market is, but how much is broadening, right? And that's what we've continued to see in our internals, uh, not so much this week, by the way, but over an extended period, the, the strength of the internals is the broadening of the market. That's what that's what those numbers tell you as a percent above 200-day and 50-day. And, yeah, that's really bullish. It also, again, says a little bit of a lull here. Probably makes sense headed into Q1 numbers next week. Uh, and then they really kick off the following week. This morning also, you've probably seen this, but we think it's worth talking about for a minute. Jamie Dimon was out with his letter to shareholders. I think it was 60-some-odd pages. Uh, and uh, we didn't read it all, but we got the gist of it. I'll read, read a quote because he's extremely bullish. He sees strong growth for the world's biggest economy that continues to be us for the time being. Uh, and his, his, his quote was this, I have little doubt that excess savings, new stimulus savings, huge deficit spending, more QE, a new potential infrastructure bill, a successful vaccine, and euphoria around the end, end of the pandemic, the U.S. economy will likely boom, Diamond said. This boom, he says, could easily run into 2023 because all the spending could extend well into 2023. Uh, one correction for Mr. Diamond, spending is going to extend well beyond 2023. A lot of this money is in these stimulus bills won't be spent for years after this, even after 2023. So yeah, the, uh, the pipeline's full with a lot of cheap fiat money, no question about that. Um, at the VRA, you know what? If you know us at all, we are optimists at heart. Uh, we believe that what we think about, we bring about where the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve, but we're also realists when it comes to the economy and the markets. If you've been joining us here for a while, you know we've been very bullish for a very long time. Uh, we became ultra bullish uh, about four trading days before the, the bottom 
of the uh, of the coronavirus insanity. That was March twenty third, twenty twenty, and uh, we were buying through the elections that it didn't matter who won. Markets are going higher, and it's for these very reasons: combination of liquidity. Don't fight the don't fight the the, the tape. Excuse me. Don't fight the Fed. All the free money. Combination of excess savings, as Diamond talked about. We have a savings rate in this country now fifteen percent. Uh, that is uh, extraordinary, uh, near record levels. Uh, also, the combination of momentum. This is a momentum bull market now, without question. That's called don't fight the tape. Uh, all of this, plus, again, corporate earnings coming up that are going to destroy uh, their, their, uh, their, their comps of the last year, are going to result in what we see as continued surge in both U.S. and global markets. Uh, I think most people would be surprised if you told them that the Dow Jones is only uh, 14% higher than its peak of last year. Yeah, it had a hell of a rally, but it's only 14% higher than it was at the peak before coronavirus. All this money, right, all this stimulus, all this QE, uh, and the, the, the Dow's only 14% higher than it was at its peak of 2020. We find that interesting. We also think it sets up for, for a continued big move higher. And, and again, we've, we've been a broken record on this. Short-term pauses are bullish. Dips must be bought. That's what we're going to be doing as we head into the next week in our earnings reports. Let's take a look at the markets that we actually did today. Kind of a quiet day today. Uh, futures were kind of flat, and that's pretty much where we finished. Dow Jones finished up 16 points on the day, closing at 33,446. Uh, our leader on the day was the S&P 500, up six points. Again, these are not big moves. Uh, at 4,079, holding that 4,000 uh, uh, new point uh, achievement. So far, so good. Our loser on the day was the Russell 2000, down 1.6% today at 22.23. Really, biotechs today with the culprit there. A lot of biotechs and small caps. Uh, biotechs are down well over 2% today. That hurt. And we saw weakness, uh, some weakness also in some of the bank stocks. Uh, but uh, again, small caps tend to be very volatile. And uh, we, I just looked at the chart before this podcast today, and I like it. By the way, uh, let me tell you NASDAQ real quick. NASDAQ today, again, quiet day, down nine points at 13,688. What we find interesting is that the internals now for the third day in a row have been less than stellar, actually negative across the board today. Uh, so with these kind of internals, which I'll go ahead and cover now, I think it's interesting that the market really was flat on the day. A two to one negative uh, in NASDAQ across the board. Two to one negative, both advanced decline and uh, up, down, uh, up down volume for NASDAQ. NYSE did better, uh, but still just slightly negative across the board, both uh, advanced decline and uh, up-down volume. And our uh, our winner continues to come from new 52-week highs to lows. Solid beat today, 341 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 39 hitting new 52-week lows. Another point that Tyler made today is that the VIX uh, was down 5% today. Now it's uh, hitting a new post-coronavirus insanity low of just over 17. Uh, I'll remind that uh, we're at all-time highs, right? This has been, by anyone's standard, one hell of a move higher. How is it that the VIX is still at 17? Remember, it traded over 20 for forever. How is it the fear and greed index is only at 64 now? You know, with with the kind of money uh, thrown into uh, both monetary and fiscal stimulus, right, and with the moves higher we've seen in the equity markets, the VIX should be, we covered, Tyler covered this a couple days ago, the VIX should be, in a normal world, 
9 or 10 now. Fear and greed index in a normal world would be at 85 or 90 plus right now. So what that tells us is that there's still a lot of fear in this market. If you're a contrarian, that's, that's a very bullish thing. And we are, and we are. Also, I'll note these charts that we look at, they almost all look the same to us. We have a, a chart pattern after chart pattern after chart pattern that is looking, it's, these are very constructively bullish setups, right? They had a bit of a pullback, a bit of a pause, and now they're running up again. It looks like, uh, for example, NASDAQ and, and Russ 2000, both are ready to, to surge to do all-time highs. We just want to see semis continue to lead the way there, and we think we'll be in good shape. Um, let's take a look under the uh, at our sector watch today as well. Of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, not a great day today, not an awful day either. Kind of split, 6 and 5, 6 down, 5 up. On the downside, led by materials, down 1.7%. 1, 1. Industrials, down 4 tenths of 1%. To the upside, communication services up seven tenths of percent. That's an all-time high there, and technology also up uh, one half of one percent. Again, we want to see tech continue to lead on the way up. Um, commodity watch. Gold today down five dollars an ounce at seventeen thirty-seven. Silver up uh, twenty-five nineteen. That's a slightly up on the day. Uh, copper today was down five cents at four oh six a pound. Oil today up 35 cents a barrel at 59.68. We like the we like the chart of oil and energy stocks here a great deal as we uh, prepare to uh, 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 move into this uh, second quarter. And uh, finally, the day Bitcoin not a great day today, down 3.8 percent right now, down 2,200 dollars of Bitcoin just over that at 55,968. Really been uh, stuck in between this range of we'll call it. 50 to 62 for some time now. Same thing we think has happened with the market. It's the it's the it's really the lull before the next move higher. These kind of pauses are very bullish typically, and they give uh, markets a chance to uh, to collect their fuel for the next move higher. Also shakes out some weak hands. Uh, these are commonplace in in big bull markets like we're in now, both for equities and for of course for uh, Bitcoin as well. Folks, as always. Thank you for listening. Please join us full-time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. And we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.